This is an IELTS Energy bonus episode. Trump won the election, native nine problems and solutions for this election season. Hi, IELTS Energy listeners. Um, Lindsay and I decided to record a special bonus today, uh, trying to explain how uh, Trump was elected as president of the United States. Um, however, even though this is this is topical and current, and this is stuff that we really want to talk about with our listeners around the world, I do want you guys to use this episode for your IELTS practice. All of what Lindsay and I talk about today, it's all causes and effects, you guys. You you must listen to this episode, not only for your general, hopefully, understanding of the world, your culture of thinking, but... Please listen to this episode a couple times today and take notes on how Lindsay and I introduce and transition into these very real and serious causes and effects, as well as introduce our own personal opinions. So I hope you find this episode not only useful, but enlightening, and hopefully you can use it to start your own conversations about the state of the world. So thank you so much for listening today, you guys, and I hope you really get a lot out of this special bonus IELTS Energy episode. We can't believe what just happened in American politics. Today, gain an understanding of the Trump win in the election and learn native phrases for cause and effect. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? Uh, well, you know, I've been better, to um, be honest. Too. I've been better. I've been better. I've been better. Oh, my gosh. Today <laughs> is a few days after <sighs> the presidential election. And yep. guys, we wanted to publish today's episode right away as soon as possible because we feel that it's important. I've been getting emails from some listeners asking what happened. I don't blame them. I mean, yeah. it's not just people outside America that are mind boggled and confused. America, yeah. <laughs> we don't even understand what happened. Even yeah. even the Trump supporters are surprised. Like nobody, even Trump himself, like nobody <laughs> actually thought he would win. That's right. Um, I was watching, I stayed up and watched the many, many hours of the election all the way until Trump's acceptance speech. And um, there were, you know, I was watching a local news station and there were all these shots of um, like, uh, like Hillary parties and Trump parties, right? Mm -hmm. And the Hillary parties emptied out quickly. There were tears. People yeah. were crying. I was crying. Oh, yeah. People were crying all over the place, going home early, just empty, sad, shocked, you know, yeah. environments. Yeah. And then you show the Trump uh, parties and people are stunned. Yeah. Like, it's not like, yeah, we told you. They're like, 
Oh, seriously? <laughs> what? I know. I know. I know. I mean, tell me about it. I, I, I know that uh, in my house, things were in a lot of turmoil. I mean, my roommate herself was was throwing up all morning, the oh morning after, actually. And we were uh, shocked. You know, again, as you said before we got on the show, Jessica, the expectation was to sit down with a glass of wine. I did the same with my friends. Yeah. Have a glass of wine and watch Hillary take it home probably yeah. relatively early. Yeah. I thought I'd be done by 11 p.m. Exactly. Um, but that's but just as the night grew uh became later you could start to hear the the um the tense voices and the announcers the how tense they got yes. um and there was more tension in the room we just things started to change and to go downhill it was amazing watching the media reaction because that is one of the that is one of the most incredible things about all this is that incredible. um we trust our we trust our media their research their their polls to some extent right mm-hmm. um and all all of the polls as well that were taken by respected you know institutions and organizations n- none of the polls predicted this no none one. of the, the the educated media on either no side yes. predicted this that's, and mm-hmm. and th- th- that's that's also just like how did that happen um yeah well you know he came he came from the outside you guys like this is i think this is what really threw a wrench in the matter was that he he did not come fr- he didn't take a traditional route to where he arrived at you know like we don't have equations for him we don't have any description for him like he he has no record of military service he has no record of public service at all he has no connections to anybody in this field in which he was elected to the highest office yeah which is like another reason why everybody's like Okay, so like I keep I keep using this analogy with people. Like if you are if you're hiring for your business, right? And somebody yeah. gives you a resume that has absolutely no connection to the job, are you yeah. going to promote them to CEO or whatever? Like mm. this is what I don't Maybe get. I mean, well that's the thing. I the, I think the most important thing to know for our listeners to know about this election is that it was extremely divided, obviously. Yeah. And number 2 is that this was a protest vote. Right. I mean, yes, clearly the way he wanted, according to what I've seen in the news, was the mm-hmm. white rural vote. And it's very much connected to our course, guys. It's coming out soon because yes. a lot of the areas that the states that he flipped that have normally yeah. been Democrat in the past were the Rust Belt. And we have an entire module on the Rust Belt. We talk about how that area has been down and out since it crashed from the car industry years ago and it never exactly. recovered. And those voters are angry. They're tired of the establishment. And that's what flipped him. So there's, yeah, there, like, there's a couple things that I want to say about that. So, um, I was actually this morning just, just working on our Rust Belt module. And it was, it's, it's fascinating to me to, to be going back through here and like fine tuning our lessons. And guys, like, if you're wondering about how this happened, this is the type of background that will help you actually understand even, even what a lot of Americans don't understand. Because Mm. I mean, Lindsay and I are from the coasts, right? right? Um, and if you guys look at the the map of how he was elected, we're from the blue states. Like we're from the the states that Hillary won. Whereas yes. these uh, and a lot of my friends here, they they don't connect to Middle America. You know, no. I'm learning stuff in this Rust Belt course about people who I don't know, who mm-hmm. I never would have considered otherwise. Mm-hmm. So. 
not only am I sort of gaining insight here, th- this is how you guys can understand really what's what's happening in America and and how something historically unprecedented like this could come to pass. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and a lot of honestly, I, I mean, this I don't know. This sounds terrible, but it's true. Um, uh, uh, his biggest demographic, you guys was uneducated white males right rural often rural as well yep yep Yep. if you look at urban city areas um where people do tend to be more educated i mean that's you know it's Mm -hmm. natural those are the Mm -hmm. professions that are there versus Mm -hmm. the rural professions right so um if and you know urban centers did go for hillary by and large but it was yeah uh sorry to cut you off there (laughs) (laughs) we're just so shocked by this but one thing on that note i wanted to say that was interesting from what i saw in the media briefly and we can't trust the media anymore anyways (laughs) but could we ever right but now we really can't trust the media but what i did hear was there was one one or two people that actually were really concerned and one of them was michael moore who is that filmmaker who knows flint michigan he knows the rust belt he knows how the people feel out there and he was really worried yeah so that makes a lot of sense right and um he and it's it's i'm glad you mentioned him actually because he is actually worked into our um our course so um as as Lindsay and i are fine-tuning all of this stuff for you guys and really identifying what skills and what abilities you guys are going to gain from this um a lot of this is not only what we are providing you but the guidance we're giving you on how to explore our culture on your own. And it's it's these things like recommending, you know, that you guys watch this specific documentary by by Michael Moore. Mm-hmm. Um because otherwise, like how you guys aren't going to know things like this exist, really. The, none of this, this cultural reflection that we are guiding you in is in a textbook. This comes, this comes from like specifically connected to this information and, and arming you guys with the knowledge and the resources and the ability and, and to be educated enough. Right. Yes. To, yeah. To be able to participate and, and really, um, not just participate, but, um, like give, so add to the conversation. You know, yes, we want you perfect. guys to add to these yes. conversations, not just listen. Yes. Right. I love that. I love that. It's not about just looking at the headline on Wednesday right. morning and saying, Oh, there you go. Americans voted for Trump again. It's just like George W. Bush, but it's worse. You oh know, my God, it's so much it's, worse. It's, it's about <laughs> understanding which parts of the U.S. voted for him and why right. and what's behind it, guys. So yeah, another important element there, um, that, that I wanted to bring up earlier. <laughs> There's just so many things to talk about here, guys. So, um, another important thing to consider, and this is, and this is a really logical thing that I'm I'm surprised that I that didn't occur to me and I'm surprised that it didn't occur in the media conversation leading up to the election is the simple fact that at the end of every administration at the end of every 4 to yes. 8 years it swings to the other side you guys exactly. we we always swing from one party yeah. to the other and the simple fact is that there are always going to be people that are unsatisfied with their lives. I mean, one of the greatest things about America is that we have the the, the freedom, the luxury to examine our lives, right? And yep. unfortunately, that also comes with being able to blame whoever we want. And so <laughs> people, you know, and this isn't a bad thing, but people naturally blame whoever is in power at that moment. Yeah, right? yeah, um, yeah. So 
I mean, and, and in the Rust Belt, people are still unemployed. People are still washing themselves with toxic water. Yeah. Um, yep. Literally. Literally. And so it's, it's natural and completely understandable for them to blame the Obama and in connection, the party of the Democrats. Right. So, yeah. I mean, just that fact alone can explain a lot of people who are like, well, this isn't working for me. Let's try the other side. You know, yeah. and and there are other issues, too, like the fact that I mean, maybe Hillary just didn't connect, you know, Hillary and the Democrats have possibly of, lost yeah. their connection with these people. They don't feel yeah. that they identify with them. They think of Hillary's party as the Washington establishment now. And I don't think Hillary spent enough time campaigning in that area. I think she may have taken it for granted. She there. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. And looking <laughs> mm-hmm. back, I mean, there were a lot of things that she could have done differently to mm-hmm. be elected. And that is one of the things. And one of the sad comments that I heard was that maybe she maybe um, her husband should have campaigned for her more in these areas because mm-hmm. people would identify more easily with with a man speaking about power than a woman, which is a sad mm-hmm. comment. But I, you know, I think mm-hmm. it's true in yeah, some demographics. Yeah. And not only that, like, I think personally, I think she should have played the woman card a bit more. I think one of the strengths Mm -hmm. of Obama's grassroots effort that led to success was the fact that it was a historical thing that we were going to elect the first African-American. And just that idea alone, I think, was enough for a lot of people to vote for him. But I think, and this is one of the things I love about Hillary, is that she refuses to play the woman card because she's about meritocracy. She's about becoming elected because she deserves it and works hard, not just because she's a woman. Right. She was qualified yeah. enough yeah. to not have to play that card is exactly. the thing. Um, and what, do you, what are your thoughts, Jessica, on the Gary Johnson vote taking votes from Hillary? Oh, God, I've seen I've seen so many comments. And this has been this is an issue every single election, yeah, every, every election. time. We're afraid that a Democrat will not yeah. be put in power. And yeah. it's, and it comes down to blaming the people that vote for mm-hmm. third party candidates because you guys, dude, come on. Uh, you're, we're never going to elect a third party candidate in this right, country. Right, right. Never. Right. So we and, always have these third party mm-hmm. candidates, right? It happens yep. every election. Yeah. Yep. And there's always, you know, the the Green Party, the Libertarian. Well, I guess Libertarian's another thing, but <laughs> there's the Green Party. There's um, who's the Libertarian? What's Just, the other one? So, so Gary Johnson was the Libertarian Party, right? Okay. But yeah. a lot of people, like I know people specifically who normally vote Republican, but couldn't yeah. just couldn't vote for Trump. So yeah. they voted for Gary Johnson, a few people I know. And this is Massachusetts, so it doesn't make a difference anyways. Um, but I can't help but think in some cases like Ohio, I'm not sure what the Gary Johnson vote was in Ohio, but you I know, know that as soon as he lost Ohio, we knew yeah. it was over. As soon as she lost Ohio, we knew that that was the state that flipped it. If you're tired of wasting your time and not knowing what to do every day to prepare for the exam, get her daily study plan and her strategies that work at allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Yep. And then there was there were people that um, didn't want to vote for Hillary because they believe. 
I'm so sick of people saying she's a criminal because of the <laughs> stupid emails. I'm so sick of that. Anyway, that's a whole other podcast. But I mean, there's people that are like, oh, I'm not putting a criminal in power. And mm-hmm. so maybe mm-hmm. instead of voting Democrat, they went Jill Stein, you right. know, with the right. Green Party. And um, and that's that's, again, just stealing, stealing yep. votes from Hillary. Um, yeah. And, Oh, just that whole. I'm just gonna say one thing about the criminal thing. If you if you look <laughs> at you know the the facts, if you look at the track record of both candidates, Hillary and uh, Mr. Mr. Cheeto Trump, um, I say Cheeto guys. Let me explain this joke because he's kind of orange because he's like is like has a funny tan like some like rich Republicans uh-huh. have, and so uh-huh. we've taken to calling him like Cheeto on Facebook. So anyway. <laughs> Um, so, um, yeah, he, he has been convicted of crimes so many times. Like, if you want to call somebody a criminal, like, he's the convicted criminal here. Ugh. Anyway, that's another mm, no, absolutely. topic. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's tricky. There's so many issues here. I think the other thing that's important to bring up before we kind of wrap up today, I could stay on this for an hour and talk I about know, this, Jessica, but <laughs> the other important thing to, to remind our listeners is, Hillary actually got more votes. Yes. <laughs> what so, does that even mean? I mean, guys, um, why did I say that? <laughs> I remember I remember actually learning about this in high school in my American government class and being just confused as heck. So, guys, um, we're not going to try to explain this now. But if you do want to learn how this is possible, America is not a direct democracy. We're not, obviously, because Hillary won the popular vote. She lost the electoral college vote. So go to Wikipedia and just search electoral college college and figure it out. It's confusing. (laughs) I was trying to explain it to my five-year-old last night and (laughs) it's not, it's, yeah, Yeah. but there's there's a reason for it. There's a history. It does make sense historically. So you could read about it. It makes sense historically, but I've heard that some people are trying to talk about going through a process of getting rid of it. That's what I was. I was. Uh, it would take a long time, and it would be tough. But we should. I mean, we pride ourselves no reason for on being this democracy, right? Yeah. And then someone who w- literally wins the popular vote, meaning more mm-hmm. people voted mm-hmm. for her, yep. still loses the election. And this happened yep. also with Gore and Bush, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. exactly. Um, and so- how would the world have been different if Gore had been elected? Obviously, no you know, we're voicing our own opinions here, but I think there's something wrong with the electoral college and well you know i i mean i'm not um i'm not shy about voicing my opinions and obviously mm-hmm. and neither mm-hmm. are you and i think mm-hmm. i think especially because we we're speaking to an international audience and we 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 have more of a global perspective than perhaps yeah. some americans because we're mm-hmm. trying to think about what our listeners are going through as well and just yeah. from watching the news <laughs> I, I know that the rest of the world is more on our side Mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as not wanting Trump in power. So I'm not yeah. worried about any sort no. of backlash here. But um, <laughs> if I uh, could sort of just finish this up with a with a positive takeaway yeah. Yeah. from all this, because really everybody woke up, everybody that I know, you know, woke up shocked yesterday and we slowly became more positive throughout the day, which is surprising mm-hmm. to hear. But here's the thing, guys. Um, I think as... Uh, as a progressive, as a, a left wing believer and supporter, um, we've been protected for the last eight years. We've been confident in the policies and what's happening for the last eight years. So I really haven't had to do much or worry much, honestly, because I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. Obama's in power. Love him. 
Keep going. You're doing well. Mm. And even under Obama, our party, the Democratic Party, was fractured a lot. They sure. even half of us weren't supporting Obama at any given point. And this this has really brought us together. Honestly, mm. like all of mm-hmm. the liberals and Democrats are now more united than we've ever been before, really. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're actually starting to think about really what we have to do. I mean, my neighbor Carrie and I were already brainstorming about um, the volunteering opportunities that we can do with our sons here in Portland to help people we're afraid won't be helped. The mm-hmm. low income people, the immigrants, you know, yeah. we, we want to, we want to give back. We want to start doing something because we're afraid the government will stop. So yeah. I think I think that's the positive that that is a positive takeaway. Yeah, I like that. That's really well said. Um, I think that's important. And then the final thing that I would add to that is the good news is that we don't live in a, dict- a dictatorship. Yes, <laughs> And right. there are checks and balances that he yeah. will be to some extent controlled and checked. He can't just Ugh. unilaterally make decisions in most cases. Right. But still, Ooh. he is the mo- essentially probably the most powerful man in the world starting the, January, whatever it is, January 8th, which is very scary. To me. He's the most powerful man in the world. And he has uh, both houses in a majority. Right. So and that's there's, the other really, piece. there's really nothing he can't do <laughs> right. from now on. Yeah, but at least <laughs> at, at, at the very least, even though his, you know, the Congress is Republican, at least they're smarter than he is. <laughs> that's the way I'm it's thinking true. of it now. <laughs> oh, for sure. And this is how I comforted James this morning, too, because he's so worried. He keeps saying saying, mommy, I don't want a dummy for president. And and I'm like, James, you know what? Like the thing, it really comes down to the smart people he chooses to be in his cabinet. And there are a lot of very intelligent elected leaders in both houses. So yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna have to trust them. I love that. And let's finish it off, Jessica, with three really quick phrases that our listeners can use if they want to open this topic without giving their opinion necessarily. If you guys have a friend who's a native speaker, you want to talk about it, but you want to just open it up. What's the first phrase, Jessica, that we can throw at our listeners here? Um, I I like the idea of uh, just saying, so did you did you watch the election? Yep. Did you watch the election results? Or right. I like um, a second one is saying like, um, were you surprised by the election yep. results? I think that really opens up a, a good mm. conversation. I love that. And then one third one was just, you know, what are your thoughts on the election? Right. So these yep. are all very open ended phrases, guys. So go out, put these in action. And the takeaway from today, again, is also Try to understand why it happened, right? Go deeper. And our course is going to help you with that to understand the nature of these different regions, especially the Rust Belt, to understand the mentality of these people, guys. So again, we're working hard in the course, guys. And if you want to get the first lesson for free, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash bridge. Okay, we are out, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) This was good. I feel better after having this conversation. (laughs) I know. It's very cathartic and uh, ready to move on here. Moving on, moving up. All right. We're over it. (laughs) Okay, here we go. All right. Thanks, guys, for hanging out today. See you soon. All right. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's bonus episode. And if you enjoyed today's episode, then you'll love our free listening lesson where you'll get a taste of our powerful listening strategies. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash bridge. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash bridge. B-R-I-D-G-E to download this free lesson immediately. See you there.